Hey, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Savor Podcast. We're so excited for you to join us today as we dive into the goodness of God together. Our hope is for you to be encouraged, challenged, and entertained as you listen to hosts Stacy and Suzanne, along with special guests as they have honest and real conversations about how to savor God's word as they grow in their relationship with Christ. We hope you'll encourage a friend or two to listen with you so you can keep the conversations going. We're all about community here. Welcome to another episode of the Saver Podcast. We are so delighted that you guys have joined us today. Suzanne, how are you doing? Good. Yeah? Yeah. I know. It's been a good day. It has. We've been working hard, haven't we? We have, and it's a pretty day outside, so... I know. We wanted to not surrender and work. We wanted to just go outside and play because, y'all, it's 84, sunny, and no humidity in Charleston in August. And it feels amazing. But we are here in our studio, the kitchen table, yes. ready to serve you women who have come alongside us today to listen to what we have to say. Yes. And before we get into our topic of the day, I feel like I need to be honest with you ladies because we're friends here. We're all about community and being honest with one another. And a couple of episodes ago, we shared with you my husband's shrimp and grits recipe, which I hope you guys tried out. But we talked to you about overnight soaking your grits. And I'm just going to say I tried the method last night to make the grits for today and it was not good so don't soak your grits overnight is that what you're saying i'm saying i don't know yet okay. um i'm saying that what do I, you normally do so normally i wash my grits multiple times which i am a firm believer wash 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 your grits before you cook them but my husband's saying that he thinks soaking the grits is going to be beneficial, but we didn't wash them this time. And then we did get the chaff off of it at the top, but there were still kernels in it when we cooked. And it still took an hour and 15 minutes to cook the grits after we had soaked them all night long. Oh. So, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just saying... I think she's trying to say, if you made the recipe and the grits were gross, don't blame her. Right. If you did the overnight soak. And I can't remember if I told you guys to wash them or not. I'm just saying. I think, I feel like you said it a lot. Okay. Because I believe in it. I believe. I believe. I felt like that episode we walked away, that was our takeaway, actually, from the whole episode, to wash your grit. Yes. Okay. So, ladies, if you don't get anything else today, wash your grits. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. We hope that wash we... Wash your grits, girl. <laughs> we sure hope we bring more to you than washing your grits. Um, I hope. I know. I pray. <laughs> yes. So we are going to dig right into our topic today. We are at the kitchen table, and we're so glad that you are joining us at the kitchen table, a.k.a. the studio. And today we're going to be talking about God's faithfulness. And so I'm excited to dig into that and share kind of some of our personal stories about God's faithfulness and His faithfulness in our friendship as well. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited too, because I think it's really easy. I think we have a tendency to be like, yeah, we know God is faithful. But when things come in our lives, it is, we don't always recognize it, I think, as doubting God's faithfulness. We just feel like very anxious and very like, how's this going to work out? And um, at least that's me. Maybe that's just me. But um, my knee jerk reaction isn't always to think, oh, well, God's faithful. He'll get me through this. I kind of, you know, crumble a little bit first and then... And so I do think it is um, something we can all benefit from talking about. Yeah, I think so too. And one of the reasons we kind of really wanted to talk about it was because on our last episode, we did talk about surrender and we dug into that and looked at what Jesus modeled for us in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, But I also think 
being reminded of God's faithfulness is such an encouragement to our heart when he's asking us to surrender. And so on the last episode, I talked about where I'm struggling in an area to surrender to the Lord because he's telling me to wait. And so a couple of months ago, I was going back through my prayer journal and my quiet time journal where I record thoughts. And it just reminded me, oh yeah, when I was really, really struggling, the Lord led me to the Psalm that I want to share with you guys today. And he reminded me to cultivate his faithfulness and count the times that he had been faithful in my life. And it was a really cool thing for me to experience. It was a real blessing to be able to actually write all that down. And even going back and reading it has just calmed my anxious heart a couple of times since then and encouraged me to step into those moments of surrender. So that's kind of why we ended up here today talking about faithfulness. Yeah, and I think that's such a um, a really good tip for everyone is to when God, when you experience God's faithfulness in real time, write it down. Um, I used to use um, journals. Um, sometimes I still do journal. I just have so many journals I don't know where to write it. But I, I, I recommend doing it in one journal so you can find it. Yes. But I also have used the my online space on my personal Instagram a lot. I used to kind of put those things down and then I would just go and I would read some of them sometimes. And it would really encourage me um, seeing where God had moved in my life. or um, And so it counting it down, yeah. recording it, I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I want to read a couple of verses. So just to kind of let you guys know where we're going today, I'm going to read a couple of verses out of Psalm 37, and we're going to talk about it. And then Suzanne and I are going to share with you our personal story of God's faithfulness to encourage you and maybe give you some background on how we ended up at the kitchen table together. I feel like you were kind of sharing with me, and it was a good reminder. I forgot about the kind of like the way, way back of it. But it's kind of like our origin story a yeah. little bit. Oh, you're so like cool with yeah. having a Saver Ministries origin, origin story. story. Maybe that's what we'll title this episode. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's really more about God. It really is. So much so. Okay, so we're going to be in Psalm 37. I want to read just a couple of verses to you guys. I um, am going to start in verse 3. And basically, this is just a psalm where... David is crying out and reminding himself not to fret about all the things that are going wrong around him. And so verse 3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and He will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noon day. Um, the next verse, I just can't stop there, so I have to just go to the next verse real quick. Verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. And then it goes into kind of like, you know, stop being angry and all of that. But the part that I really love is 37.3 where it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. So in my Bible, there is a capital letter A next to that word cultivate. This is just kind of a side note. 
So in your Bible, whatever Bible you have, if you have a a hard copy Bible, and some online versions do this too, they'll put little letters next to words, and those are cross-references. So you can look at it. If it's a little letter A, then you go in the notes and you look at your cross-reference, and it'll tell you other verses where that same phrase may be mentioned. If it's a capital letter in my Bible, it actually is indicating to me that that word cultivate can be translated in in the original manuscript differently. Now, why it ended up being the word cultivate in my Bible, I'm not sure about all the nuances of that, but because it's a capital letter in mine, it says that it actually means to feed on faithfulness. Well, hello, ladies. We're all about food and Jesus. And so the idea of feeding on God's faithfulness just painted such a beautiful picture to me. And what it was reminding me was that I must place my trust in the Lord because not all have faith, but God is always faithful. And so I need to feed on his faithfulness. And so when I was reading this in my personal quiet time, I began actually in my journal just writing down all of the ways that God had been faithful to me. And then um, there is a little letter next to that phrase as well when it talks about dwelling in the land and cultivating faithfulness. And it cross-references Deuteronomy 30.20. So Deuteronomy is the book where they are... um, about to go into the land that God has promised them. And Moses is telling them, hey, listen, today God has set before you life and death. Choose life. And then Deuteronomy 30, 20 tells us how to choose life. And it says, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice, and by holding fast to him. For this is your life and the length of your days, that you may live in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give to them. And so Moses is just encouraging them. There are three things that you need to do to be able to feed on the faithfulness of God, and that's loving the Lord your God, obeying His voice, and holding fast to Him. And that is our life, and that is how we dwell in. So that phrase, dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness, the land that God has given us, God has given us a land of flourishing, whether that's in our home, whether that's at our job, whether that's in our church or our community of friends. I think a lot of you guys listening today probably resonate with your deep desire to have community of women to really connect with. And you probably aren't feeling that all the time and you assume that other people are way tighter and they do more fun things. And so you feel like, well, I'm supposed to have community. I just don't know how to get there. And I think one of the things that might help you, there is a land of community that the Lord wants you to step into and to just stir up in yourself a reminder of the times that God has been faithful in the past because sometimes we overlook his faithfulness. And so to really write it out and feed on that faithfulness. Right. I think that's why it's so good to write it down is because when we get into a season or a moment or a circumstance that um, steals our hope or blinds us to this, that's why it's good to be able to go back and recount where God has been faithful in our lives to get us through that and to know that God will do it again. Yes. And when we look back on the way he's shown himself faithful, it makes it 
more um, enjoyable or it inclines our heart more to trust him in the future moment. A lot of times I have caught myself getting caught up in pondering on my past, my failures, my weaknesses, the things I've done wrong, rather than pondering on the faithfulness of God. And, and I'm talking like God's faithfulness to me personally, but also God's faithfulness according to his word. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation, we see over and over again, God was faithful to his people, Israel. Israel did not hold up their end of the bargain, but God was faithful. Israel turned their back on God, but God was faithful to redeem them, you know, over and over and over again. And so that just is a, a huge encouragement. So Suzanne, tell me a little bit about how it is for you to feed on the faithfulness of God. What's that story that kind of comes to your mind when you can recount and, and nourish your soul with God's faithfulness in your own personal life? So, yeah, so it was, um, we were actually talking before this, and you reminded me of something, and just kind of looking back over the years, not knowing even what God was doing just shows me God was so faithful through all of all of this. Um, but for me, um, you were saying back in 2016? Yeah. And we remembered because there was, I was evacuated for a hurricane and I was listening to a message. Stacey, I knew who Stacy was obviously, but this wasn't at a time in my life when I was super involved in church. Um, and so I'd been going to church. You knew me, I knew you, we weren't really friends or hung out or talked or anything, but I listened to a message that you um, taught and it really spoke to me in that place of hopelessness that I was in. And um, I reached out to you and thanked you for the message that I had forgotten. Yes. And that was really weird for me. I was just like, huh. It was during um, Hurricane Matthew, and we were actually in our neighbor's house because we'd lost power and they have a generator and we don't. So we were in their house, and I was kind of just like, you know, scrolling on my phone, and I saw that I had gotten this private message from Suzanne Cooper. Probably from Facebook or yeah. something because I didn't even have your phone number then. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. it was like a through Facebook, I think. And I, I read it and your message was just like, Hey, I just want you to know that what you said really touched me and it encouraged me. And I remember looking at my husband being like, Hey, Chris, you know, Suzanne Cuba. And he was like, yeah, I said, she just told me that that message really had an impact on her. That's so weird, isn't it? Like, I don't, I don't even know her that well. And, but I just remember that and thinking, huh? Okay, great. Glad God used that. Yeah, and so I think that really started stirring something in my heart um, because I was kind of like at this place in my life where I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I, I was kind of like at a crossroads. I heard your message. It really spoke to me. And then... Which, by the way, we don't even know what the message was. Like today we were trying to recall. I know. I have no idea what the message was, but apparently it was really good. Um, and like right after that, when we came back, you started talking about the mentorship program at church. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and I kind of dove into that. I think that's what, what happened, right? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a little bit fuzzy because uh, it seems so long ago now. Yeah. But that is it because that was in late fall of 2016. And at that same time, we were, um, you know, taking applications for the 2017 mentorship program that we do. And you, uh, you filled out an application for it. And then you started mentorship in January of mm -hmm. 2017. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we just kind of became fast friends after yeah. that, which yeah. was 
great. It was, it, and just seeing God's hand in all of that, not knowing what was to come, but God knew what was to come. That was all just evidence of God's faithfulness to me in that time, because that was probably one of the most difficult times in my life. Um, and God was very faithful to me in that, more faithful than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. yeah. Well, and for me too. So the story continues, and this is how beautiful recounting and feeding on the faithfulness of God can be for you personally and recording these things and writing it down. So, you know, God used that message of me speaking to really pierce your heart and encourage you and to prompt you to be involved in mentorship. And then what you didn't know is that in 2017, my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer in February of 2017. And that was a very difficult thing. I was very close with my father and it was a very um, unsettling time for me in my own life. And you came to me somewhere early spring of 2017 and said, Hey, I just, can we get together? God's really pressed on my heart that I need to reach out to you. You actually sent me an email and said, God told you to say. I think it took God twice telling me that too. I do remember that (laughs) because he told me to do it. And I was like, I'm not going to reach out to Stacy. Like she doesn't need my help. And then like another time it was like, I really felt it pressed upon me. Like you need to email Stacy. Yeah. And so because you were obedient, because you surrendered to that, um, God, totally blessed me. So I remember we went to Ladle's and had lunch sitting outside. And just FYI, since we are talking about feeding on his faithfulness, if you ever go out to eat with Suzanne, Suzanne's going to order a salad. Suzanne loves a good salad. I love salad, but I will tell you this. I love it only out to eat. I don't like making salads at home. They don't taste good. And so that's why when I go out, I want a salad because they taste way better than I can make them. (laughs) Actually, and her husband will order a salad after he eats his entree. Then he'll be like, hey, can I get a side salad with that? And then his dessert comes and he'll be like, can I get another side salad? That's not true, but he does order salad a lot. So everybody makes that joke of him. Yes, he always orders the side salad. It could be 25 dollars for a side salad and he's going to order it and I'm going to yell about it. Yes, but he is going to eat. Y'all are some salad loving people in your house. (laughs) But I remember sitting there and you eating your salad and um, you just saying, hey, I don't know if there's anything I can do to help you, but God's really pressed this on me and I just want you to know I'm here to help in any way. And I just kind of unloaded and I was like, you have no idea how appropriate your timing is and how right on time it is. Because at that time I was working full time at the church and trying to balance also still being very involved in my dad's care. And so one of the things I was wanting to do was to take one day a week off to go sit with my dad and just be able to savor that last time. We knew that it was the end of life for him. And so you were like, yeah, well, I can step in and help in any way. And you said, and by the way, Um, I'm a hospice nurse. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Which was just, again, God's incredible kindness to me in that moment. Because yes, my husband is a physician. And yes, my husband's dealt with patients who have had terminal illness. But it's a whole different ballgame when it's your father-in-law or it's my dad or our family. And even through that, I mean, my husband was a great support. But having you come along, actually, I don't know if you remember this. We haven't talked about it in a while. But 
you were the one who finally said to me, hey, Stacy, based on what you're telling me, it's probably time for you guys to call hospice in. And I always thought hospice came in in like the last two to three weeks. And your wisdom in that of like, no, that's not the case. You know your dad has a terminal illness. And we brought hospice in way earlier than like people I had experienced had ever done that. And it was the greatest blessing for our family. We got to know his hospice nurse so well. And just your guidance through all of that blows my mind when I think about God's faithfulness because only God who is the great tapestry maker could weave all of that together. Like there's no way we could have planned all of that. And now fast forward to 2023 and us being involved in this podcast and Savor Ministries and all the things God's calling us to do. Because part of in June, when I was freaking out about like trusting the Lord and him saying, Hey, go feed on my faithfulness. It reminded me of our relationship. And a lot of my anxiety about what's coming is what God's asking you and I to step into with Saver Ministries. And so I just love to recount that, to feed on that. And it nourishes my soul in a way that I just can't even begin to explain the joy that I get. It it really is amazing to think about it. And I, I don't want to keep using that word, but it really is. It's like, it, it leaves me a little bit speechless. And at that time, it wouldn't have seen, I mean, it wouldn't have seemed as big as it does now because as we've continued to be obedient, it's like, no, no, no. From that, from 2017 to August of 2023, I've had a plan. Yeah. And and I have been faithful to that plan. And maybe you didn't know what I was doing and you still don't know everything I'm doing. But that's where faith comes in. You choose to trust God's faithfulness because of who he is and yes. what he does. And that's why I'm super excited to continue to try to see what God's doing with Saver Ministries because it's just been an ongoing, like you said, it's like he's been weaving it together and it's, it's, he's a faithful God. He is such a faithful God, even so much so that um, around that time of like 20, it was probably 2018, 2019, I remember I'd ask you to pray for me because I was trying to decide whether or not I was supposed to go on this mission trip, and I really didn't want to go on this one particular trip. And um, you sat down and prayed for me. Again, we talked about this last week. If you don't have a friend that will pray for you, we want to be that for you. Please reach out. Please let us know because you that's one of the first steps in building community is having someone who will pray for you. And you wrote on this little hot pink um, piece notepad, of paper, yeah. yeah, notepad, some of the verses that the Lord gave to you and I found it the other day, and one of those verses was actually a prophetic verse that God had given to you. It was clear that he was telling you to tell me, hey, Stacy, plow the ground in front of you, do what I've already called you to do, don't get distracted. And yet, it was in that moment, it was exactly what I needed. But even last week when I, it's in an old Bible that I don't use anymore, and I happened to open that Bible, and I texted you a picture Mm -hmm. of it, and I'm going to frame it, because one of the verses is a prophetic verse that now I can see... Oh, God's using that verse now for us in Savor Ministry and where He's taking us. And so even in that, He is just so tuned into the details of our life, and He is weaving those threads of our life together in ways that are so much more intricate than we can ever imagine. 
And so it is so helpful sometimes to sit back and feed on that and cultivate that faithfulness and be reminded of that. Because I know just sharing this story with you and recounting it has just infused so much excitement, anticipation, and hope for what God is going to continue to do. And I can't wait to keep recording episodes of podcasts with you and in five years be like, can you imagine God did this? And, and did we're like, that? we had no idea he, what he was doing, but yeah, um, it is. It's, it's amazing. I remember that pink note because um, I was just getting in my journey of really trying to really go deeper. You know, I wanted more yes. in my relationship with God. And um, I mean, I didn't really know what what prophetic words looked like then, and um, I think that was just from God. But I was so scared to tell you that I think this is what God's saying. I was so nervous because, you know, I saw you as like, you're just so intelligent and you know the Bible so well, and what if I'm wrong? But I was like, no, she knows that I'm like, you know, this is new for me at this time. And, um, but I think it really, I think obviously it really was God. And just to get, we all need to be trying to, um, step into those places with God because he is faithful. And even if I got it wrong, God's still faithful. Me being wrong does not make God not faithful. Amen. Um, so definitely just beautiful stories. So just, I really encourage you go back if you don't journal, just write down some simple things that you know where God was faithful to you. So when those hard days come, you can open that up. You can read that. You can see his faithfulness, and you can know that he was faithful yesterday, he's faithful today, and he will be faithful tomorrow. Amen to that. He is such a faithful God. So we hope that this has encouraged you to go back and do what Psalm 37, 3 says, trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness, feed on the faithfulness of God. And it may take a minute or two for you to sit there to really kind of let those stories come back to mind because I overlook it. Like I don't think about how faithful God was in orchestrating our friendship and the depth of our friendship until I sit down and really just go back and feed on it. And so that brings us up to our savor moment today. Um, so for our savor moment today, we wanted to give you kind of a good old faithful recipe, a, a tried and true. You can count on this recipe, especially because not here in Charleston, but maybe if you're listening and you're in Montana or Iowa or something, the cooler weather is coming your way. And so you're going to want something that's just, you know, that good comfort food. So our savor moment is I'm going to share with you a recipe for a grilled cheese sandwich. And you're like, do you really need a recipe for a grilled cheese sandwich? Well, let me just tell you, it's a faithful sandwich with a twist on it. So it's going to be a grilled cheese sandwich with brioche bread. And then after you do that, you wrap the entire sandwich in a thin piece of prosciutto. And it is like so good. Mm -hmm. That does sound good. I'm, I would have never thought of that on my own. So you're going to share that recipe with us? Yes. I really wanted you to share. So when I got here today to work, um, you had made a frittata that was delicious. Um, but that's not an old faithful recipe that brings comfort, right? I mean, it can be. No. But not like a grilled cheese and tomato soup. Right. Right. So get you some good old tomato yeah. soup. I mean, literally I use canned tomato soup, but if you can if you have a recipe for homemade tomato soup, share it with us. We'd love to hear it and try it out. 
And um, I'm not going to share the frittata recipe in the show notes, but... That's what I was going to say. We are on Facebook now. And, I mean, we're on Instagram now. We have our own Instagram page, and we're on TikTok. We are... um, just having so much fun with, with social media. We're but being obedient. One thing that we did is on Facebook, we created a Saver Ministries community page or Saver Podcast, Saver Podcast community page. Um, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes where you can join us. And it's a private it's a private group. We're not letting, you know, no boys allowed. Um, <laughs> so we will share the frittata recipe on that page so that you can have that recipe because it was so delicious that you have to eat it. I know Stacey's like, it was not that delicious. I made it. But it was so good. And I just so, love how you imitate my voice. Do I really sound like that? No, you like don't sound like that. I don't know why. I just make, I just do, I do voices. <laughs> yes, yes. But we will share the frittata recipe because actually the frittata does bring me comfort. So um, if you're listening to this and you're not in the Charleston area, yesterday we had a tropical storm come through. And so that's why I made a big breakfast today because that's what you do when you have tropical storms and bad weather come through. But the frittata recipe came to mind again because it's what we made so often during the pandemic. We ate it almost every weekend during Uh the pandemic. So it's funny how food attaches us to memories, just like feeding on the faithfulness of God can attach us to the memories of God's faithfulness. So we're going to share in the show notes the grilled cheese wrapped in prosciutto, y'all. Mm, 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 mm. So good. And um, while you're eating that grilled cheese, I just want to encourage you grab a pen and a piece of paper and feed on God's faithfulness in your life. Like just ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, begin opening my eyes to the times that you were faithful. And it may be something as simple as, you know, you've prayed for something and he delivered for you right then. It may be, you know, you prayed for a parking space and he got you a parking space. It doesn't have to be these big giant life events, but think about the ways that God has shown himself faithful to you and feed on that faithfulness as a reminder that he is a trustworthy God and you can taste and see the goodness of God through devotion and through relationships and through discipleship. And that is the whole goal that we exist is to serve you guys in that way. We love you so much much and we're so glad you joined us for this episode. See y'all next time. Thank you for being with us today here at Savor. This podcast is a ministry of Crosstown Church. For information about SOAR Women's Ministry or Crosstown Church, please visit crosstownchurch.com or download the Crosstown app. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps people find us.